Ensuring good property management is critical to syndicating. Your investors are counting on the property being managed in such a way that their asset doesn't start deteriorating. Under the guise of, uh, of property management, we have really four different kinds of analyses that we need to know as syndicators and asset managers in order to make sure that property management is working as effectively as possible. Now, if you're doing the property management itself, this is kind of a nice overlay of the kinds of things that you should be thinking about to make sure that it's maximum uh, value is being given to your investors. If you're not doing it, you still need to have this framework and it acts as a discussion between you and your property manager in order to keep those values as high as possible, again, for your investors. Okay, so what exactly is this system that I'm talking about? It's basically four different analyses that take place and then a fifth one that kind of controls them all and prioritizes. So let's look at what that looks like. So we've got four different ideas and then if they feed into a fifth. So the first one is about the property itself. So the property needs to be analyzed in an objective framework in order to understand where it is in the market. Everything should be put together and consolidated into one solid thing, into one notebook or one box or one something that has every detail and makes it findable so that you can have that property managed in the most effective way. Now, what am I talking about? I'm talking, yes, I'm talking about floor plans uh, and stacking plans. I'm talking about those things, but that's not all. I'm also talking about the uh, all of the other documents that accompany this, uh, such as what, uh, what sort of um, systems are in place. And I, by that, I mean plumbing system, HVAC systems, heating, those kinds of things. What are the, what are the, uh, the systems that exist? Uh, do they have warranties? All those things are nice, consolidated, and in one place. What sort of uh, improvements uh, life is left? And this could also apply to the to systems. What is the plan for the roof? You know, has the roof got five years left or are you planning to really just patch it or maybe it's time to replace it? What are those things? So understanding what the, how the property actually sits. The second piece of uh, a necessary um, property management plan is the financial analysis piece. Now here, I'm definitely talking about rent roll and I'm definitely talking about budgets. And I want to see not only where is it right now, 
the day that I bought the property and took it over. But I want to know as much historical detail as possible, because under in that framework, I can look back and see, oh, we actually, in the winters, I bought this property in the summer, but in the winters, we actually have a, we have snow removal, or we've got this, or I've noticed this trend of this over time. So we can kind of see what is actually taking place in uh, the bigger picture so and where we're at today so I can make plans for the future. The third uh, category is related to financial, and so I'm going to put it under here, is lease analysis. I think that you need to, as, a pro, as an asset manager, you should read every single lease. You need to be an expert on the lease. Not only that, but there should be lease abstracts that are done of every lease. And that, what I do a lease abstract, I'm looking for the big ticket items to really kind of understand what is going on uh, with every single lease. Also, it's very convenient because when somebody has a question about what's in their lease, a tenant's asking, all I have to do is pull out my lease abstract and it's right there. I can point to where it is in the lease. So lease analysis is very important, not only just to know when things are coming due, but also to make sure that you understand uh, what... Um, you know, what's historical. Also, what, uh, what's been going on with, with this tenant in the past? Are you on your fifth amendment? Are you on, you know, is there no amendments at all? Where has there been, you know, where is it the lease say is due right now? And then where's the basis for that? So I can point to them when it's time to increase rent, collect more cams or whatever I'm going to need to do. The fourth is market analysis. And market analysis has three different levels uh, that we go through. So I like to start with the building level. And here it's basically a SWOT analysis. There's nothing fancy about it. I want to know where the building sits, what its strengths are. And I'm again, this is a market analysis, so it's not looking at it as the property level. Nobody really comes into a building and goes, wow, look at the air conditioning on that building uh, when it relates to a market analysis. The tenant looks and says, wow, that's a really pretty building, but your rents are much higher than everyone else, right? So I want to do a, a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, um, uh, opportunities, I put A, opportunities and threats. Uh, I want to know what all of those things are. Then I need to understand the neighborhood. I'm looking for things like uh, where is this particular neighborhood at in the light in the market life cycle? You know, is it really booming right now? Is there gentrification happening right now? Or is it kind of slipping back and not being as nice as it used to be? You know, where is that? What is the long-term demographics of just this neighborhood? Are more people trying to come in? Is this a hot neighborhood? Is the income levels nice? Or is it, uh, is this have some issues? Uh, I need to understand all of those things. And at a bigger level, I want to know what my region is. 
And I wanna know some of the same things. I want to know, well, what are the demographics of the region? Is job growth happening and a huge population is coming in? That's gonna be affecting my property as well. Or is, 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 is that falling? Is there a huge amount of construction going on such that absorption just isn't happening at a, at a reasonable rate and it's creating too much vacancy? I need to understand those things as well. So now you've got these four things, right? You've got a market analysis, a lease analysis, a financial analysis, and a property analysis. The last step is the issue analysis. These all feed into there because as you're doing these, you're gonna be starting to identify what the different issues are that you have with the building and things that you want to improve upon, things that you can improve on. So what you wanna know first is you want to develop action plans, right? That's the end goal. And to do that, we start by listing the issue, the cost, the reason why you want to address it at all, um, maybe an as-is analysis versus alternatives, and what the source of funds would be. And once I have all of those documented, I can start making good decisions on priority. One, two, three. So that way I'm not doing things in an order that doesn't make sense. I've got five years left on my roof, but my parking lot is having continual problems, yet I'm doing the roof, not the parking lot, um, because I found a guy who was a little bit cheaper or something like that. Maybe there's a, there may be a radical change in your priority once you break down these ideas. I would also suggest for each one of these issues, come up with two or three different ways to solve the problem. So if it's uh, a new roof, perhaps it's you want to you'll put on uh, you'll just you'll just coat it. Uh, maybe you'll rip off the roof altogether, and then or maybe it's you replace the roof with a completely different kind of roof, maybe a one with more insulation, uh, and see how that works. And then you get different costs, and you can analyze really well what's going to add the most value in order to make this property really really sing. So though that is how it's under this, uh, it's under that framework of property, financial, market analysis, lease analysis, and then we do the issue analysis. That should be how you manage your property from a higher level view. So you still have the day-to-day -day property management that's taking place, but this is how you prioritize those capital expenditures and those projects within that property in order to maximize the value. In the next section, we're gonna talk about probably the most important thing to your investors besides communication, 
but probably even more than communication, and that is distribution. Just how do you distrib uh, distribute funds to your clients, uh, that cash flow that is recurring?